Today's episode is brought to you by Diane Kinlaw of Go Prime Mortgage and Jamie Tulak of EXP Realty. Thank you for listening to the Guys Who Do Stuff podcast. Visit guyswhodostuff.com. You probably shouldn't Google that. All right. Well, welcome to the Guys Who Do Stuff podcast. This is Joe. I'm Josh. And we are recording from our own personal residences due to what's going on here in Wake County and much of our country with the COVID-19 virus. Do you know what COVID-19 stands for? I do not. Coronavirus 2019. Oh, really? It's that simple. That makes sense. Nova. I, I hear some people say it. They call it like new or in front of it, a new version of it. But one time I made the mistake of asking uh, my Alexa what the symptoms were for coronavirus. And I didn't, I wasn't specific. I didn't say coronavirus 19 and they listed them off. And I was like, that's really like, that's a lot of stuff. And I started getting nervous. And then I realized the mistake I made. Did you say one of the symptoms of too much Corona? <laughs> no, no. We wanted to take this opportunity to talk a little bit about how this is affecting businesses. You know, the guys who do stuff is about getting unstuck, telling a better story. And we talk to business owners and entrepreneurs, and I can't help but think of some of the business owners and entrepreneurs that we've had on the show and what's going on in their business. And the word that I hear a lot, and I've seen a lot just online talking about how this doesn't mean that we're shutting our businesses down, but it does mean that we all are forced to pivot right now and figure out what of our business can remain in this new normal during this this at-home order, which in our county is 16 days. The next county over is 30 days. And, you know, the, they reserve the right to change that at any point based on the, the information that they have access to that's coming in. So at this point, we're on lockdown for 16 days in Wake County, but I know that Durham County is 30 days. Have you noticed any positive changes being forced to stay at home more? I mean, on the personal note, yeah, we're having to spend more time with immediate family and that's has its pros and cons, mostly pros. I keep thinking about that video that's floating around where the guy's like listening to uh, someone ask a deep yes. question about a stay home with your wife and kids or B B. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but we're all in the same boat on that. Yeah. So, I mean, other positive things are more deep discussions at the dinner table uh, about the meaning of life. Yeah. How are you handling talking to your son about the coronavirus? My daughters are a little older than yours, and they heard a lot about the coronavirus at school. Before they actually shut us down and before school was shut down, my daughter, the high school daughter, was saying like everything was a Corona joke. Anybody would sneeze, anybody would cough in the high schools and be like, oh, you got Corona. And it was just kind of this funny yeah. in passing anecdote. But now the schools are actually shut down and probably done for the year. It's become a lot more serious and a lot more real for everybody. Yeah, it has. I mean, a six-year-old is processing it different than a 12 or 14-year-old there. Uh, he seems to be not affected by it. He knows that he's home more with, with family, so he likes that. Yeah. So, well, hopefully for a lot of children, they, they won't be too affected by it if they follow the stay-at-home order and they don't go out, and we actually get to put a stop to this and it's spread. 
I don't know about you, but my wife and I were talking this morning, Josh. I personally yet don't know anybody personally with corona. Has it affected anybody in your family yet? You don't know anybody with corona? Yeah. Because I know people with corona. <laughs> Not the beer, the virus. Okay. Yes. So it turns out that a friend of ours in New York City who is, uh, his relative has come down with it, his, or an older relative. So that individual, I think, I think that individual passed away. Mm-hmm. And that was two weeks ago. So we, we saw that on Facebook and we're following that whole situation. And that was uh, what was the first one. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, the healthcare workers, because my wife is a nurse and she works not in hospitals anymore. She works now basically in a call center. So she's working at home. So she's out of the front line. But many of her friends are on the front line. And those are impacting are impacting us in a personal way, at least impacting my wife in a very personal way because of those relationships. Yeah. When I think of healthcare workers, one, I think about how brave they are and how committed they are, that they would still go to work knowing the risk that it faces on them to, to do their job, to do their calling, to do what they feel like they were put here to do. So I think it's really cool that companies like Starbucks and what's the donut place with a hot light? Oh, Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. They offered uh, free services, uh, free coffee, free donuts for anybody that serves in healthcare, firefighters, uh, people that are still out doing their job for us. I thought that was really, that's a sweet gesture. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sweet gesture. Yeah, it's great to see the country come together more and uh, people, people coming together like never before. Well, maybe before in World War II or other war situations where this defensive act uh, thing was signed yeah. and companies like Ford and, and GM are making masks or respirators or whatever they're making. That's, it's a big deal. It really hits home when you see it all coming together and people fighting to yeah. help the situation. And you guys know, if you've listened to the show that we're a big fan of local businesses. So we're going to talk local for a little bit here. And I have actually printed out the stay at home order from our County. And I just wanted to talk just directly off of it. So we're not like sharing our opinions about what it is in case you haven't really unpacked it yet. But right now, the first thing is that movement or travel of persons in Wake County on or about public places, including streets, roadways, property, shall be restricted except for wood purposes of essential activities. And then they list all the essential activities out. So the first one, or A, is engaging in activities or performing tasks essential to their health and safety or the health and safety of their family or household members. So this would include like taking care of pets for somebody, driving over and taking care of a family member. Those are all valid reasons to be out and about right now. The second thing is obtaining necessary services for supplies for their family or household members or to deliver those services or supplies. So this is food. So we can still go out and get groceries or things like pet supplies, things like that. And then Obtaining takeout from restaurants is still okay. So you can still order out. You can still go get that or have it delivered. We have very rarely ever had food delivered, but, you know, as part of that nationwide takeout thing, last time we had takeout delivered to us instead of going to pick it up so that we could also tip the driver because it's just trying to make sure people are still employed, you know. Then the next thing is obtaining goods and services from essential retail businesses as described in section 10. By the way, you can find this right on the website if you really want to get into a lot more detail. Visiting family or other individuals needing assistance to whom the resident has a close or personal relationship. 
walking, running, operating a wheelchair, hiking, golfing, walking household pets, recreating in a public park, engaging in outdoor activities with immediate family members, caretakers, household members, partners, while following the best practice of social distancing, which is staying six feet apart. So the parks are still okay. You can still go to the park. You just want to keep the social distancing. And we're doing everything we can to help, you know, prevent the spread. I know that as a family, we went on a family walk, which we haven't done in a long time. So I think that's one of the big, that's one of the big benefits, I think, is we're all getting a little bit more outside time to keep us from getting so stir crazy. Oh, yeah. That's why we're really fortunate in more rural areas. I I know so many people in New York and uh, in the city, and it's just a very sad situation. I was talking with a friend yesterday, and he said it's a disaster there. Yeah, there's definitely some areas of the country. At the time we're recording this, New York is definitely one of the hotbed areas in the United States. And we've even had, like just yesterday, the amount of cases in Wake County uh, went up at an alarming rate and uh, in Durham County with the idea of community spread, some cases, which just means we don't exactly know how that person got it. Like it's just starting to spread throughout the community. And this morning, so you heard, I guess, the prime minister of uh, Britain tested positive. I did hear that. And the head of the health ministry there. Yeah. Yeah. On top of yesterday or the day before, what, Prince Charles. So, uh, yeah, taking it up there in the UK. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely something that we should be taking serious. We should all be doing our part to make sure that we're not spreading it. And let's not all pretend that we're, like, above the law and we'll be okay and do what we want kind of stuff. But I think it's a good time to pay attention to these guidelines and to help make this thing go away and uh, get everything back to normal as soon as possible or whatever new normal looks like, as well as it's something that proactively we can be doing because I'm not a big fan of just sitting around and being scared. I'm trying to limit the amount of news because that does kind of do that to me that I'm watching. So I'm trying to pay attention to not just sit there and binge watch the news all day, but do the things that you can do to protect your family, to boost your immune system, to exercise. And that brings up a point of like, you know, ways us just sitting here jabbing on about stuff like, you know, how can we be of service to the world? Maybe, right. maybe we could, you and I could share some of the yeah. resources that we found to be very helpful, you know, for folks staying at home, what, how to handle that, how to manage that, you know, what are some of the things you've uh, been inspired by, Jeff? Well, I think if you've been following the national news, there's been some, there's been some really cool stuff that I thought was pretty inspiring. Uh, one was the, the DJ that threw the, the basic, super large house party where everybody could kind of come in and it was very much like the club, which is not my scene. Like I've never been to the club and I wouldn't know what to do if I got there. I'd always sit in the corner and wonder why it's so loud. But um, I also know Josh Gad, who's a character on Frozen. That movie has been reading books to kids. And I know that uh, there have been some, some classes that people have been giving out for free and I didn't get to go to it, but I wanted to ask you how it went. You went to a Marketplace Matters seminar that's something that our church is a part of, where Marketplace Matters is a group of business owners inside of our church and have a community, and they were talking about how to kind of survive in these times. What was that like? That was great. So I was up the night before until 2 a.m. working on a project that I'll talk about later, That but woke up the next morning really early, got in there, and, the, and I, I was about six or seven minutes late to it, but when I came into it, I was really impressed. So Originally, my wife told me, hey, you need to check this thing out. They're weekly. I think the next one's April 2nd. They're at, at 7 a.m., I believe, every one of them. Uh, and it's a panelist of, of just what I call ballers, 
people in the community here that own companies, own things that are, are, you know, these people have been very successful in their past and now currently, and they're talking about how they've navigated things previously, cycles previously of recession and depression, not depression, challenge and sharing those insights and then bouncing those ideas and questions and with the other panelists. And then, then they, then they open the, open the floor for questions from those who are registered to watch it. So uh, interesting thing came out of that called hope referrals, hope referrals.com. So that's a, a place within the church and within outside, well, outside of the church as well to find good resources for uh, businesses that are rocking and rolling in the, in the carry area and the in triangle. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to put so, that link in the show notes. I'm going to definitely check that out next week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming it's not exclusive. Assuming it's for the whole entire world to be a part of that, or at least go there and, and check out referrals. Yeah. Um, but I think in this time, it's so important to, you know, we're all kind of shell shocked and we're all kind of now the, the sort of the, the fog is falling and we're trying to figure out how to use our energy and our, our, our experience to, to stay plugged in and stay of service and of value. And uh, that's just a great way. I mean, networking is, is, is still a part of the world we live, live in. So yeah, that thing's been great. The webinar, I mean, you know what a, what a blessing. So yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm the hope I'm on the hope referral site right now. It's uh, it's nice, man. Yeah, it is. Right. You didn't build it. Did you Joe? Nope. One me. The, yeah. um, there was a, I recognize some of the people right on the front because we go to church with them. And uh, one of them here I'm looking at right now is Sarah Reeves Photography. And uh, it reminds me of one, she's a fantastic photographer and she does great work. But we have a buddy that we had on a previous podcast called Dave Shea is his name. And he's a wedding photographer and he's making the transition into other types of photography. And I did a thing and I want to encourage everybody else to do this where I just decided because I'm, you know, working for yourself as a business owner, you have the the flexibility of getting to set your own schedule, which is awesome. And you, you miss some stuff. Like there's no water cooler talk in Joe's world right now, you know, like there's, cause there's no water cooler. I'm working for myself. I'm setting my own schedule. And I was on a podcast uh, of a friend of mine, the fire within nation is a fitness wellness podcast. And his guest was saying, in her opinion, that she thinks the government used the wrong word with social distancing. They should have said physical distancing because the last thing we should be doing right now is stop socializing with each other. And that stuck in my head. So I had about an hour in between meetings. So I just started FaceTiming people. And I, one of the first people I called was Dave Shea just to see how he's going because I know he's in wedding photography and that's got to be a rough spot. And he was chatting with me and telling me about what he's doing and how he's pivoting and what he's trying to do to, to make it work during this time. And you said you were actually on a on a on a call with him or on a Yeah, so Dave is this thing. Excellent, excellent thing. Dave is so jacked up about workflow and and just bursting to share his knowledge with the photography community, especially wedding photographers, corporate photographers, people who want to stay organized. He's saying some he's sharing some real gold, like, you know, photography is ninety percent your business acumen and ten percent your photography your photography skill and I mean, I know there's photography skill there, which is why it's 10%, but that, that is um, so true. And to, to, to have that free knowledge out there to, yeah. to learn from is a, is a great thing. Yeah, so you can check him out. His website's daveshay.com. We'll put the link in the show notes. But I want to encourage people, just do that thing. 
we shouldn't not have water cooler talk just because we're all self-quarantined. So just FaceTime somebody, do it over video, and I'll tell you why I suggest it, because it really made me feel a lot better to have a good conversation and catch up, get a sense of normalcy with what's going on with people, even in, in podcast carry, which is, you know, something that 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 we do here out of the studio, and I produce a bunch of different podcasts locally, and it's it's encouraging to still get to do the podcast, although they're over Zoom, because you get to hang out with your friends, you get to have those regular relationships, and it's fantastic. Our title sponsors for this show are Diane Kinlaw and Jamie Tulak. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or wish to refinance, why not seek the counsel of a friend who happens to know the triangle housing market better than the back of her hand? As your local lender, Diane Kinlaw knows how important this area is to you because it's her home too. That's why she's made it a goal not to just be the best loan officer around, but a community leader supporting small businesses with referrals and networking events and supporting local charities with frequent fundraisers. If you're looking to move to Holly Springs or the surrounding area, or maybe interested in a refinance to lower your term or rate, Diane offers a wide array of programs to fit your family's needs. Let her be a part of your path home. A home doesn't have to be a dream. Let Diane make it a reality. You can contact us at www.goprime.com and search for Diane or call 919-624-9541. GoPrime Mortgage Incorporated, company NMLS number 69551. Diane Kinlaw, NMLS number 1600777. GoPrime is an equal housing opportunity lender. Today's show sponsor, Jamie Tulak of eXp Realty, has a passion for serving clients and nearly a decade of industry experience as a top producing realtor and designer. Jamie Tulak of eXp Realty will help you reach your real estate goals. Whether you're buying, selling, investing, or renting in today's market, having an experienced real estate expert working for you is crucial. And don't forget to ask her about her hometown heroes credit for military, police, firefighters, teachers, and medical providers. Contact Jamie Tulak today at 559-707-1913. That's 559-707-1913. MRP certified. I think we should try to brainstorm some quarantine ideas that would be super fun for people. Absolutely, Joe. So I had one idea that I actually texted to a group of buddies and we haven't done it yet, but Josh and I are recording this uh, for our podcast, but we're also recording it over Zoom, which is an online software. It's super easy to use. You just email somebody a link, they pop it up. You have to download the Zoom thing onto your computer, but it only takes a second. And you're off in your video conferencing. And I'm pretty sure that the plan is on the free plan, you can do up to like 10 people or maybe it's even up to 100 people before you have to pay money. So I thought, and I called some friends and I was like, because we would do the thing where we would all go over to somebody's house late in the afternoon, have a cigar and have a drink and just hang out and talk about life. So I said, we should do this virtually. So I suggest that you should throw a virtual party. You should invite five or six people. And you should hang out and just catch up and, and talk. Maybe do it outside, start a fire, <laughs> do the thing. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Like outside and start a fire might be challenging for some folks who are, are, are camera hardware challenge. <laughs> yeah, I might, might, might want to be inside. But I can pull that off yeah. for the rest of us. <laughs> I think too. Um, um, also, I really like the idea of the Netflix watch party. I haven't done it yet myself, but I think it's just watchparty.com. Let me just make sure that's the thing real quick. Oh, these are happening left and right for sure. I heard them uh, about them on the radio this morning. People are having drinking parties and they're having just all kinds of different social gatherings on, on the webs. 
It's called NetflixParty.com, not WatchParty.com. And so essentially you download this little extension for your browser and then you can watch your favorite show with your with your friends or people that you can't currently hang out with. Maybe your relatives are states away and you really enjoy watching, you know, whatever it is your show is together. You can set yeah. this up and you can watch it together. They're doing that in the UK right now. I just heard on NPR this morning. So they're having these uh, bands like Oasis's original album and yeah. um, you know, different different UK bands of that era and they're and they're having this national thing where they're Watch at 10 p.m. Uh, I, th- I think it's every night right now, and you can like listen to it, and then everybody's commenting on it and asking questions. And the actual band members and the guys who wrote the songs are there to respond to folks. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. Awesome. Yeah. I was also thinking like there are certain games that it would be fun to play. I was thinking I did this thing once for a uh, summer vacation with the girls' cousins um, who are up, upstate from us way up in Michigan. And we go up there and visit. And there was this app that allowed me to build like a virtual scavenger hunt for everybody. So we like had a week long scavenger hunt where everybody got to basically complete little tasks. Like it was like the amazing race or whatever. And I thought, man, I need to try and do something like that and throw like a game party where you basically host something, you set something elaborate up, and you compete against your friends, almost like poker night would be, but you can have a bunch of people get a winner for bragging rights, and you're playing some kind of game. You'd have to adapt it, but I think that could be cool. Yeah, very cool. There's a whole new thing here, isn't there, Jed? There's like ideas galore. Yeah. And then, of course, there's like spending more time with your family, which is awesome, carving out time. I'll tell you, Josh and I have both worked from home um, now, in the last year or so, Josh has, has been working with a, with a company, but before that he had been like the solopreneur for a long time. And that's the boat that I've been in. And a couple things come to mind for all the people who have never worked from home before that I just wanted to put out there. Uh, one for me, it made a crazy difference to still wake up on time and get dressed. Even if I'm not leaving the house. Yeah. So there's this guy called Daniel Miner. Daniel Miner, and uh, we can give a link, and he gives a really great episode. I really, a really great episode. His his YouTube is called Shifter Work from Home Ideas. That's the episode. It, it was on March twenty three. There's only seven hundred and forty three views on that video, but man, he he's so good. He's such a creative photographer, and just yeah. Joe, you'd benefit from seeing that. He's going to say some things there, but I'll yeah, about getting up and, and getting to work. But that's cool, man. These things called set, like set your schedule, set your heart rate. And one of the sets is set your heart rate. So he's talking about the importance of exercise. Yeah. I've been finding, I've been trying to, and I've been pretty good at it the last couple of days. Instead of going and grabbing another cup of coffee or some snack, because you know you're at home where all your snack food is. In order to keep myself awake or keep myself focused on work, I'll just pop up and do some some squats or do some push-ups. And you get the same effect. You get your blood running. You get a minute to stop thinking about it and clear and reset. But it's just a lot healthier way than grabbing another cup of coffee, you know. Tell me about that again as I have another swig of this beer. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheers. That's not what we're doing right now, Josh. But it's a good, it's a good thing. It and is I think, a problem. Yeah. I think that's probably a really good place to bring up like a sense of balance. Like with all the normalcy gone, it's going to be a lot harder to pretend like now we're going to be super self-disciplined. We're in a stressful time. We're stressed for our families. And I think it's really about making better decisions and not worrying about being perfect at this time because there's a lot going on. And I'm not making the case that, you know, now's the time to really 
triple down and work on that six pack and spend all your time working out and not spend any time with your family. The, but I do right. think a good sense of balance. And I want to say too, my wife is, is a really great mom and she came up with a plan to give the kids a schedule after the first week off because she knows our kids and our daughters and them having a schedule really helped them a lot. Like you could tell it just helped lift their anxiety level. And we didn't go crazy with it. It's not like a school schedule ever, but it's got four or five building blocks in there. She said that they can move them around, but they have these these things that they need to get done each day. One being they need to get some exercise. Two being they need to do some schoolwork. Three being they need to work for me. That my kids actually work for me and my company, which is cool. And they got a lot of work for me done this week and they did a great job. And they're both going to get paid uh, at the end of the week and they're going to be real happy about it because uh, they're getting, it's a good amount of money for kids their age, which is exciting. And it's responsibility and it's teaching them and helping them learn a new skill. And another thing was something creative. So that's totally up to them. They can knit, they can crochet, they can paint but they have some time blocks to kind of bring some normalcy back to their day. Otherwise, you know, categories. Yeah, essentially just, just these, just those four categories is what she came up with. The kids wrote it up on a whiteboard. They put it up under the TV and it's kind of like their schedule for the day. And I think it really helped them out. I think. All right. What are those four categories again? So it was just, they need to spend some time doing something creative. They need to spend some time doing some education. And so Wake County is now starting to send out stuff for kids to do. Then they needed to spend some time doing some work. And so I don't know if that's for every kid, but that was something that made sense for our kids. And then spend some time exercising. So this could be walking to the grocery store with mom, or they could do some kind of exercise regimen on their own or play in the yard or do something along those lines. Yeah. So a couple, that is great. So creative education, work and exercise. Love it. Love the routine thing. That's something I'm hearing also is the importance of routine for, uh, for anyone. Uh, so that's, that's good news. I want to share a couple things I'm doing and that I saw ahead of time here in this whole thing and rushed to get supplied. And now I'm supplied. And that is I wanted to personally take my photography to a new level by learning to print and, and learning to calibrate a monitor and have a proper monitor. So that's sort of a selfish thing, but yeah. it is, it is, it does click the check the creative box. Another thing. And I also have a, a, a Wacom, Wacom, yeah. a Wacom tablet. I've heard it both ways and I've heard people argue both sides of it. And I don't know which one is right. <laughs> Wacom or Wacom. I'll say Wacom because that's fun. But uh, so there's the creative itch side of something to do from start to finish, make a print from a photograph, right? Yeah. And then there's the gardening side. So I grew up on a farm. My parents are gardeners. I was like so motivated to get my garden going that I um, was able to connect with someone who mentored me through uh, gardening and how to get it done. And I've gone with the, um, I decided to go with the square foot method, which is I uh, purchased the lumber. I cut the lumber screw the lumber together to make raised gardens. So I have four 15 square foot raised gardens with rabbit proof fence. And today, one of our former guests on the podcast, Thomas from Landscape Solutions, is delivering a truckload of soil for my gardens. And I'm so excited. That's awesome. Hey, if we never updated you, we have his, his landing pages up for his website. It's yourlandscapesolutions.com to get Thomas's service. And that's another bright spot. I'm really grateful. I was talking to him the other day. His business is not slowing down. Essential trades, which would be electricians, plumbers, landscapers, people along those lines are not. 
um, affected by the stay-at-home order. They can continue to work as long as they follow the social distancing rules, et cetera, which is great news, and it's good to hear he's keeping busy. I also have yeah. another friend that I do his website. His name is Nick Rhodes, and they have a pressure washing company called Vortex. And, Vortex, um, with a v. Vortex. Vortex, yep, Vortex yeah. with a V. And uh, we just updated his website with some pertinent information where they have been disinfecting stuff for years. Like, that's what they do. And so they wanted grocery stores and people to know that they have all the equipment to come wash down all of their shopping carts and do it upright and hit it with the right amount of pressure and the right amount of cleaning chemicals to be disinfecting. And I think that's really important. As one of the only places that we're allowed to go is the grocery store, you want to keep that place clean. It's so funny because just last week when I did my grocery store run, I saw his wife and the grocery store and one of their kids. Yeah. And we saw each other and I saw her wiping down the cart just personally. Go ahead. And, uh, and then she was wearing the Vortex shirt. I wish I would have caught that moment. <laughs> but, uh, She's like, yeah. we're going to do it before we get asked to do it professionally. We're here to clean these carts. <laughs> yeah, I love that. They they do. They walk the talk, you know? Yeah. And uh, anyway, I mean, uh, also, they cleaned our gutters out a week or two ago. So I, Vortex did a great job yeah. cleaning our gutters out. And I know I read an email from Anderson Painting, who was one of our first guests, talking about how they're remaining committed to – they do a thing where they work really hard to employ people and they don't sub their workers and they care a lot about their employees. And the email was about how they're trying to continue to work throughout this crisis to do their best to make sure that their employees have jobs. Oh, that's great. Also, I want to give a shout-out to you, Joe, because you gave me a good referral – uh, to an air conditioner company and uh, that company, funny story, air experts, right? So they have this maintenance contract deal, which is really great. Right. And they really kind of rule the roost in the triangle. They really, I think they're solid. I had a great time with the customer, a great chat with the customer service rep. And then that led to the tech coming out, but we were informed by our previous guest, our financial advisor friend, right? He right. said that beware that there'll be a shortage of air conditioner parts this summer due to supply chain. Right. Um, air conditioner parts are apparently all made in China. And I don't like know that. if that's if that's proven true, but I know that I'm seeing a lot of stuff not shipping until the end of April. Just regular stuff from Amazon yeah. and different stores. Yes, yes, yes. So they came out and did a great job. And funny story, I asked my friend in the neighborhood, could he refer an air conditioning specialist? And he gave me the number of this guy. And he said, call this guy. He's my buddy. He has a boat. Like, I have a boat, same boat. They're boat buddies. Yeah. I call this guy, and I have a chat with him. And But he returned to my call after I already made an appointment with Air Experts. Mm -hmm. So when I told, when he called me up, I said, hey, what's up, Justin? How you doing? Good, good to talk with you. He's, I, said, I said, man, I, I'm sorry, but I, I went ahead, and I, I, I booked an appointment with this company that my buddy Joe recommended. They're called air experts. He said, I'm a project manager for air experts. <laughs> there you go. So he said, if you have any issue with that, that quote or anything with the tune up, you give me a call or yeah. I might even be handling your case. So turns out my air conditioner was okay for the summer, but folks listening to this, get your air conditioners tuned up. And if you want to get a good one, uh, do we know any other air conditioner uh, people, Joe? I don't, not off the top of my head. No. Let's refer them over there to Air Experts yeah. and uh, mention guys who do stuff for a possible discount on your air conditioning service. Yeah, and I, one more thing I wanted to highlight to people, like, I don't know what it's like in your community, but in my community, there's, we like to walk. I mean, we're that kind of state, right? We like to walk to stuff, and there's certain restaurants that were, are within walking distance. And um, I just want to encourage people to 
not take a break from ordering that takeout, especially if you know the people and you want to help them keep their employees open. The restaurant industry is one of the hardest hit. I'm sure you've been watching the news. If you're a waiter or a waitress, uh, I even saw a news story this morning from Harris Teeter that I thought was very moving. They're hiring a bunch of people and they're, they're trying to hire people from that field to make sure that they have temporary work, which is really cool. But here in Cary, um, the curbside pickup of a really fantastic pizza place is Your Pie. That's right in, in downtown Cary over by the Harris Theater. Not in downtown Cary, but over over by the Cary Town Center Mall is Your Pie. And they just changed ownership to a gentleman named Ephraim. He's doing a great job. And we ordered takeout there. And, you know, they're, you're getting the, they're getting the bumps out, but I'm glad to see that they're busy and that they're keeping busy. But it was, it was a bit of a wait to get our food, but it was worth it. Pizza was awesome. Love that place. And then the next day I ate my wife's leftovers and she got really mad at me because I didn't ask. So I, I owe her a pizza. <laughs> That's funny. She, you ate her your pie. Mm-hmm. I made her buy my pie. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess just to recap then, a couple of things for you guys to try. We can be super proactive about keeping in touch with people. FaceTime your friends. Keep that water cooler talk going with your work friends and acquaintances and family as well. As well as try hosting a virtual party. We'd love to hear if you're hosting one. We can maybe push it on our social media if anything's going on locally. Oh, we didn't mention Rockstar Connect, which is a big local networking thing. We've had their their owner on before, Stephen David Elliott. They have switched all of their local networking thing to virtual. So you can still hit up all those marketing things and check those out. We encourage you to check out the Marketplace Matters thing. We'll put the link in for next week as well and support your local businesses and your local restaurants and keep ordering takeout as long as it is practical for your family. I know that they would greatly appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you I- growing any food, Joe? No, I don't. I mean, just I grow some wild onions all over my yard, but it's not on purpose. I just <laughs> I, <laughs> I know they're there because when I mow my lawn, I'm like mm, onions. Maybe they're Vidalias. Yeah, I, it is something I would like to get into at some point. Is uh, is learning how to grow stuff. It's just not not in the cards for me right now. But I do appreciate people who can actually grow stuff. Every time I've gotten a house plant, I murder that thing real quick. Like I know it's not a not a particular gift of mine. Well, I mean, you're growing stuff here, Joe, in this uh, podcast area and, you know, just helping folks get the word out. I think just we're all figuring out how to be. Uh, some are figuring out how to keep a paycheck coming as much as possible. We all are. And, you know, what we're doing, how we can be of service by what we're doing yeah. uh, is, is more than ever looking for opportunities to be of service. I mean, that's what yeah. we're doing. And, hey, by, by way of that, one more quick thing. Josh and I would like to invite you to our church in quarantine, uh, Hope Community Church has been live streaming their services every weekend at gethope.tv. And yeah. I, my understanding is that the first weekend they had over 24,000 people attend, which is pretty wow. awesome, which is like more than we had at Christmas Eve, which is great. Yeah. So if you're great. looking yeah. for a little encouragement, looking for something to do as a family, it was great, man. We watched church together as a family from the living room. And again, getting that sense of normalcy back, doing something together as a family taking a break from Netflix. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, good stuff. And they offer, what, two services on Saturday and two on Sunday. Same deal, right? Right, right. And so if you go to gethope.tv, there'll be a countdown of when the next one starts. Right. Cool, man. Do you have any, speaking of binging Netflix, you got any new shows you're into? You making out any time for new shows? 
No, I don't. I don't have a Netflix account. I did, and I don't anymore. Um, I'm really into watching racing, motorcycle racing. So I just watch races. There's a lot of old races on TV. On, oh, that's on interesting. YouTube. I spend a lot of time on YouTube, learning stuff, watching stuff, and experimenting with this in, this tablet and this printer right now. Just keeping myself occupied with that and my outdoorsy stuff. I just scored a bunch of firewood for my fire pit in the backyard. Nice. Um, had a great visit with my dad in Virginia on the farm up there and um, middle of nowhere on a farm and he's isolated and just, just riding. Right. And I was able to, able to stock up on trying to stay physical, trying to stay outdoors, take care of this Achilles tendon, make this thing get better, better every day and stuff. So, but right now, Joe, long answer to your question, but no, I, I haven't locked in. I keep hearing people. I see people on social media talking about this Tiger King show. Oh, I, I watched the trailer. It doesn't look like my thing, but I can see why people would like it. It looks like one of those engrossing crime documentary kind of things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird, weird guy who has a bunch of, that's what I gathered from it. Just like this eccentric personality of a guy who has a bunch of tigers that for some reason. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, here, here's something I've been doing is making a list of, of movies that my six-year-old is okay to watch. Like movies I want my six-year-old to see that we would appreciate. Oh, yeah. Top of the list is Back to the Future. Okay. So I know, I know you're a big fan. Are there any other movies that you think, hey, a six-year-old might could see now with their parents and they both really enjoy it? I don't know. We kind of go through the same thing every once in a while with our kids. But whenever we try to get them to watch an old movie, they are very like against watching old movies. We're like, no, this movie is great. And they're like, ah, oh, when was it made? Oh, it's too old. Oh, they're so right up front. Yeah, they know the dates. <laughs> yeah, they want to know right before we even get started. But we did watch as a family, so I think it's pretty cool that theaters are releasing stuff early. I don't know if you knew that, but stuff that's out oh. in the theaters you can buy and rent now. Um, oh, cool. So we watched that Onward movie when Disney said that it was releasing it early, and it was a great movie as a family. And then we also rented and watched the new Tom Hanks uh, movie about Mr. Rogers. And that was a great film. Like, we really enjoyed that one as a family. Thanks. I'll write that down. I have been watching a movie on and off to get through it. It's uh, on Amazon Prime called Honey Boy. So apparently I've heard about Shia, that. Yeah, it's really good. Like, Shia LaBeouf, am I saying it correctly? I think you are, yeah. The actor. So apparently this guy... He Shia plays LaBeouf, his father in the movie, right? Yeah, he plays his father. And you know, you know the story's based on, like, I think it's based on what I read his real life experience as a child actor yeah with, with a crazy dad yeah it looked uh, like it looked like pretty heavy source material which is probably why i didn't watch it <laughs> yeah yeah i'm yeah. looking for a little lighter fare nowadays you know interesting well let's keep this conversation going as we become more locked down i'm sure i'll be watching more movies like you so yeah i know one thing that is really fun to watch if you haven't seen it yet is jimmy fallon is recording the tonight show with his wife at his house with his kids. So his kids are the graphic department. The writers are still sending in the monologue and his wife is the cameraman. And it is really fun to watch. Okay, cool. Thanks, Joe. I'll check that's, that out. It's only on YouTube is where you just go watch it on YouTube on your smart TV. It's, it's a ton Moving of fun. forward, we should categorize these things on this podcast to include um, this week's resources and movies, something like that. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, you got you to gotta figure it out, man. You got to keep it busy. And what a great time to go through and watch like classics with your kids. That's another great idea. Do movie Classics. night, do board game night. That's good stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. For sure, board game night. My kids are getting older now, and my wife really wants to have them watch their first scary movie. And so yeah. Lori told the kids some options, and my youngest daughter was like, try me again in five years. 
I don't want to do a scary movie. <laughs> I was, uh, we, we stumbled across the original Nightmare on Elm Street one night, and my wife was like, no, turn that off. My son was kind of digging it, but he's, <laughs> he's at the age he has nightmares pretty bad. Yeah. He doesn't separate reality from TV. So, But yeah, I mean, keeping this thing about like, hey, let's start the show out with what the updates are for the current like lockdown rules, and then here's what we're finding to get through this and how we're coping. Sounds like what we're doing, right? So we're positive. Right. Yeah, and so I think that's about it. So keep safe, everybody. We hope you're doing well. Check on your loved ones. Check on your neighbors. And let's all do our part. We'll get through this together. We'll come out stronger. And this too shall pass. We're all going to be okay. Keep, uh, keep the hope alive, people. Remember, fear is more contagious than the virus. And hope is also more contagious than the virus. We love making this stuff for you. You can help us out by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Get unstuck, tell a better story, and have a good answer to the question, what are you doing today?